What up, everyone? It is Nate with Street Wave, my main man, Dom. Hola. <laughs> <laughs> best. 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 You know what I'm saying? Uh, we're here with Cameron Story. What's up, man? Hey, how's it What's going? What's going on, brother? Good to see you. Thank you for making time for this session. Um, I remember first meeting you um, in the coffee room. Mm-hmm. Thou mayest. We're outside on the porch, yeah. smoking cigarettes. Yeah, I was probably doing that. Yeah, back we, then. we both, we both <laughs> were probably at the same time. We just yeah. don't remember that much. Yeah. And then um, I lose track of you. You disappear into mm-hmm. the realm of creativeness. You're shooting, photographer, and everything. Yeah. Um, what was that story like going from barista to photographer? But I want to, I want to, that's many of the questions this evening or right. right now. Yeah. But I want to take it back a little bit. I want to know a little bit about your upbringing, where you're from. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I grew up everywhere. Um, my my dad is from this part of the country. Mother's from Los Angeles, so uh, I've been all over. Ended up in the northern part of the country. Ended up out of the country. Uh, spent a lot of my time in California. Um, but uh, yeah, ended up here just a few years ago, making coffee and taking pictures and stuff. So, mm. were you taking yeah. you were taking pictures of coffee? Well, kind of. Coffee? So back when I moved here, I was working in in marketing um, and coffee. So then I ended up working in marketing for coffee, mm. and then I ended up as a freelance social media content creator, and then I ended up working for a coffee company again specifically only doing their social media and then I ended up quitting coffee <laughs> was this was this with uh this was before split log or yeah so for split log it, part of my responsibility ended up being social media um but it was mostly being a barista again I was trying to get back to my roots I started in coffee when I was 16 I always had a coffee job until uh I was 20 Eat. What got you in the coffee? When you uh, I used to sit in this coffee shop every single day, and when I turned sixteen, the guy hired me. <laughs> so uh, desperate times calls for desperate. Yeah, I mean, like I asked, I was asking him a bunch of questions about like, you know, coffee or whatnot. I drank coffee. I started drinking coffee when I was like real small. As a child, not like just a small person. But um, oh, man, I didn't touch that shit until <laughs> I was a uh, senior in college. Yeah, what about a, you? It wasn't until probably I was like an adult. Yeah. Yeah. Like, nah. Was, I, like I was. I was hitting. I was hitting it. I like I think I was like nine. I was like, don't was like, pass me coffee. Pass me the Red Bull. <laughs> and plus, coffee wasn't even party. Coffee wasn't like in my house or anything yeah. either. So like nobody in my family. Oh yeah. See, like, my parents in, in the crib. Yeah. They didn't drink coffee. Yeah. Right. My my parents have been. Hardcore addicts for a while. No, well, they didn't get real deep in it like I did. Like, but like I was sitting in this coffee shop every day, drinking black coffee, doing schoolwork and whatnot. Um, I was homeschooled, by the way. Um, oh, that's, that's why cool. you're so fucking weird. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is why. Just kidding, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I kept asking questions, and he asked me when my birthday was, and I said, I told him when. He was like, come back on that day, and then he hired me. So. Uh, yeah, so it never stopped after that. Really? <laughs> it was just like coffee, coffee, coffee. Right, and you worked for the roastery for a while. Because mm-hmm. we talked about the location that I was working in in Leewood, your right. favorite spot, right? Yeah, it's the greatest <laughs> place on earth. The and then go. Place, <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Um, and then moving from there, you went to Split Log. Mm-hmm. And with Simeon. Yeah, and I actually I did a short stint at Second Best um, Coffee um, mm. in Waldo. Yeah. That was cool. 
really cool guys, really probably the most interesting, like challenging from a technical standpoint, coffee shop I've ever, or experience I've ever worked in. Huh. Um, from, you know, espresso standpoint and then like uh, mixed espresso cocktail type things, you know, mocktails, I guess, mm -hmm. uh, specialty beverages, I guess. So yeah, and then I was at Split Log with the homie Simeon and uh, opened that spot up and uh, it was cool. Where's Split Log at? It is in KCK, so it's oh, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, okay, right I across know. from Slab's Barbecue. Yeah, That's Chicago, how you tell Strawberry people where that is. Yeah, yeah it's called Strawberry Hill. Hill. Mm -hmm. And it's over by the Chicago's bar. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, my friend and I went there on Tuesdays. I always go there on Tuesdays, That's which today is Tuesday. So I might go there tonight. <laughs> do you know... Uh, <laughs> do you know... Uh, her name's Sarah. Sarah, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. That's why I asked. That's the you said Tuesday. I was like... Cool. That's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. How did... Was there a um, a challenge with balancing marketing with coffee? At times, did one over you know take up too much of your time? Was it in a way, in a way, um, I always you know I'm always balancing multiple things. Like you know when I was younger, I used to you know sell like landscape prints and whatnot. But like that's something that you know doesn't make a whole lot of money, but it takes a lot of time. But so then I had to get a job. That's when I started at the coffee shop. Uh, back in the day um, but then I was also like I played video games I skateboarded every day <clears> for like six years um, so I'm always balancing some things but I think I've kind of got a like I've kind of got a mind for that but when it came to the marketing situation um, that's it it overwhelmed me for a little bit but that's actually where I figured out where my niche was um, because I've stumbled on the whole content creating thing being popular pretty early because I was already a photographer. Um, and I was already working in coffee pretty early in that time where it was popular to do so. So I just started taking pictures of coffee and coffee Jeez. situations, coffee shops, yeah. baristas. Um, and so it, it, it was a little bit of a, um, you know, like a balancing act, but then it just became more of using the elements of those two jobs to support a new one right so plus you had the fuel to like keep you going if you needed to yes just coffee all day every day right. for like the past 20 years i didn't sleep for <laughs> i didn't sleep for 48 hours yeah i mean that was a pretty for... common occurrence for me actually like Damn. i'm not like a big sleeper i always feel like i could be doing something else mm -hmm. uh i enjoy sleep while it's happening but the moment i'm awake i want to be out of bed and while I'm out of bed, I never want to get in it. So <laughs> it's right. just like, you know, it's, it, it's one of those things that's going to bite me in the ass one day, but I don't, I'm not there yet. So <laughs> I think it took me a mind switch of going, um, the same thinking of like, once I'm out of bed, I'm going to stay out of bed. Mm -hmm. Other than like, people would hit me up and be like, man, I feel like I just fall asleep. And I'm like, dude, it's one o'clock. I can't, there's no fucking way I could just like, I may lay down on the couch and chill. I can't go to my bed and say, yeah, no, no I can't sleep till day. then. I can't. Oh, no. Like, I might take a little nap, but that's not even at one. That's no. like, if I do, which yeah. I, which is rare, you know, I have to be real tired or sick. Yeah, for sure. You know, I always feel like I wasted a bunch of time and I think that's what gives me this little headache every time I take a nap. It's like in the back of my head, I know that I could have been doing something else. And I always wake up with a headache, so I just stay up all day, and 
become irritable if that is what it takes to get, get, get stuff done. done. Yeah. 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 You know, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. It's just like sleeping is like totally good for you. But like, you know, when I feel like, I feel like when I feel like I can go to sleep feeling like I don't have anything else to do, that probably means that I'm not chasing enough stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, I, I always want to feel like there's another thing that I could be doing more that I could, you know, productivity, you know, like more clients or more connections or better images, more ideas, more experience yeah. with well, life I mean, in general. Think about connecting on, on your realm, man. You do DJing, then you have your yeah. solar act. Yeah. And, and then, then I, clothing line. and then I produce too. And you skateboard yeah. sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I can. Whenever you can. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so how, how do you keep that balance? For me, I mean, I just go off how I feel. Like, it's really hard to, like, I'm not a real analytical person. <coughs> I am when it comes to, like, making products and stuff. That's when I get analytical. But when it comes to, like, it's hard for me to... I don't wake up in the morning and make, like, a schedule for the day of what I'm going to do hour by hour I kind of just like today uh, like I know what I'm gonna do like this week and throughout that that time you know what I'm saying I break it down by week and mm-hmm. whenever I get that done by the week is over that's when yeah. you know especially like the little freelance shit or like you know I, I'm always in the studio working like whenever I get like a free moment I'm always trying to make something new or work mm-hmm. on something I've got you know cause that shit that's you just got to keep doing this to practice, you know, yeah. at the same time. So it's like, yeah. for you, I saw that video of you out in the blizzard. Oh, you know yeah. <laughs> and you said in the middle of the video or at the end, you're like, yo, like, it's just like, yeah, I'm out here. I'm cold as fuck. And y'all might think it's crazy, but it's like, I didn't see nobody else shoot yeah. any video just, in KC in the middle people. of the blizzard. Yeah, two people outside. And then I, on top of that, they didn't put it out as quick as I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I did it took first. Me like, yeah. <laughs> I did that in the middle of the day. <laughs> yeah. I put it true. out. Shoot, edit, yeah. deliver. And that's like, how that's I'm like, starting to get with music yeah. now. So for me, like, I'm starting to, like, when it comes back to the balancing all the shit, I'm starting to become different with my music. So that allows me more time to look, figure out what I want to design next for clothes or Which download a music to DJ or mm-hmm. whatever. You know, yeah, please like, mention where we can get the, the freshest new gear. Oh, uh, Guiding Gallery, man. Yeah, GuidingGallery.com. You guys Gallery listening, for please sure. go check that out, man. G-A-I-D-E-N Gallery. Um, so for, for me, I've been able to, like, I, I know coming into this semester at Kansas City Art Institute that I needed to work on my energy. Mm-hmm. So I decided to read that book of, like, Not Giving a Fuck mm-hmm. by Mark Manson. I was able to like cut off the lines of like energy that people were like just coming up to me and taking from that I had yeah. no idea. But then in that chapter, I was just like, shit, I'm just giving this, I'm giving energy away left and right. Cause we know yeah. in the hospitality realm, oh, yeah. we want to be attentive to what's going on in people's mm-hmm. lives. Cause we want to make that extra dollar. We want to yeah. make that extra tip. So for me, finally I was able to just sit back and allow my coworker to do that. Mm-hmm. And for me to like just retain and conserve energy to put it for instance, for this, mm-hmm. or to spend time with Dom, yeah. you know, go shoot, whatever, you know. So for me personally, that's been a, a big thing for me this year is like retaining, conserving energy and putting yeah. it towards things that really do count. Exactly. Um, and I, I think that might be a maturity stunt. I don't know. Like maybe that just hit me in the back of the head being 33 now. It's just like, well, damn, I, maybe I'm learning every year when I'm turning 34, I learn something new, 35, <laughs> something yeah. new. 
which is cool because yeah. like, I I was dreading the thirties for the longest time. I'm I'm was like where or what will I get out of this? Mm-hmm. Will I mature? Will I know? Because I know thirty three year olds <laughs> that act like they're twelve still. Yeah. yeah, and I just go, I don't want to be like that. Yeah. I need to be around people that are growing. Yeah, yeah guys, all the time. Yeah. yeah, that's so funny to me because like I have been looking forward to turning thirty for so long. Because finally I will match whatever age people think I am. Yeah. Because like back when it was like when I was like twenty two, twenty three, people always like, Oh dude, like why are you so the one thing people always ask me, like, why are you so calm all the time? I say it's because 'cause I'm a sociopath. No, but <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just like looking forward to thirty. My birthday's in January. Finally gonna be thirty. Match, well, now I can match say, my demeanor. Yeah, <laughs> and now I can actually say the 30s are like the most amazing years so far. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Like, I'm 28 now. It's fucking yeah. bang. Like, it's, yeah. it's awesome. I, I didn't know I would have that view. Because yeah. 31 and 32 was like rough. Yeah. But now it's starting to like peak a little bit more. It's because I'm surrounding myself around you guys. I'm, and I know that's when I'm yep. going to get my big... Ch- I can get my big check tomorrow, honestly. Yeah. But that's when I know, like... I'm I feel sure like that. at that point in time, like, I feel like if I were to... My shit were to pop off in my early twenties. I wouldn't know what to do with it yeah. to even keep a hold of what I had. Yeah, life. you know. But at this point, it's like, shit. If things were to take off, like I'm ready for it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, there's like a there's like a staying power. You, know, you just keep trying like until then. Or eventually, the shit just goes. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. that's just what it is. Right. Was was that your mentality with your growth and maturing in your photography as well? Do you remember like picking up your first camera to picking up? Today, well, I think I kind of right. blocked out the years. <laughs> no, no, I took up my first camera no, just because okay. no, we're just I gonna was, I was just forward. little, um, I was very young. Um, when I remember really being intentional about my work as a photographer, is near the end of college, so like uh, 2009, 2010, and I started taking portraits every now and then, but I was shooting live music a lot, um, and that was fun. I shot for some magazines and whatnot, um. But that's when I started getting technical, and it was mostly because I kept shooting in environments that were like out of control. You know, like you shoot in a concert venue, you got lights that are on and off constantly, um, you got people jostling you, you have three songs in the pit, all those things. Um, and then, uh, and then it came to the point where you know magazines were like asking me for images, so then I had to like deliver for somebody's somebody else's approval um and i didn't take it seriously <laughs> you know as i should have back then like and you know probably back then i thought i was taking it seriously but if i look back at my mentality then it was just like man i was just doing things whenever um but now as like this is my only job you know i take pictures for a living of people and things usually people um and uh my development into like a portrait and fashion photographer kind of came actually from my addiction to shopping that I had a while ago. And then I realized I don't really care about this stuff as on me as much as I do care about the texture and the feel and the emotion and the story of the person who designed it. Um, and so obviously every fashion photographer starts shooting models you know, like, whether or not it's, like, actually, like, a fashion shoot, but, um, when I had to start 
dragging or pulling emotions out of people that weren't just a formal portrait, you know, it was more of a storytelling situation. That is when I realized that, like, what I do is more, more, like, requires more of me as a human and not as, like, a technical person who knows how to use a camera. So I guess probably four or five years ago is when I was like, okay, I'm a storyteller. You know, I, I tell stories with these images and people want to see them. People want to know this story. Um, and that is when I was like, okay, cool. It's not just like content creation at this point. We're, we're telling stories with these garments or these people's faces or this hair, this makeup. You know, I've been on a shoot with you, actually. Yeah, so, yeah. so, you know, you've seen yeah, it. Yeah. You've seen, like, yeah. me pulling um, looks out of Bella, you know, and, and you saw how we work together. That is what I strive for, you know. You know, Bella and I have a synergy, though. Right. So, and um, you could feel that in that room. Yeah. So that's good. That's stuff. what I strive yeah. for, so I'm glad. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, that's kind of, it's, there's, there's so much, there's so much to photography that people don't really understand, like, I'm all for people just taking pictures and things like that, but I have to tell people. I have students, um, you know, or people who ask me questions or, you know, people I'm teaching, retouching to, uh, you are telling a story whether you like it or not. So are you going to choose which one you're telling? Or, you know, are you going to tell a story nobody cares about? Like, how do you change that? Like, analyzing your images and the reason that you're making them is super important to me. So I don't know when that happened in my head, but <laughs> I feel like I, 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 the, if, if I'm asked about my philosophy on photography and how I got to where I am and, and that, like, that's what comes to mind. And that happened at some point probably between the end of college and now, but, uh, it's a journey that I guess like maybe I'll write a book about one day. Probably not. Might Huge. as well. Right? Well, I like I'm going to write a book. Right? Definitely write a book about oh, it. I, I can see. I'm going to write a book. Storytelling. And I, I really, I'm really glad you brought that about, like, telling a story. Mm-hmm. Because I, I feel like, and I can share this with you, like, with your garments that you've been releasing, mm-hmm. the 01, the 02, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's a storytelling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I really like that because it's like, it, like, swings right into what I'm doing. Yeah. Because storytelling also, like, I believe, like, can, like has consistency you want that consistency mm-hmm. and I think people will sometimes you know fluctuate of like what they personally want and what should be told right or what are their responsibilities yeah I mean think of that saying with with uh, great responsibility or what is it with great, great power comes, comes great, great responsibility, responsibility. it, it yeah. is a, I mean when that's bestowed upon you then it is your it's your responsibility to tell mm-hmm. that so I really mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really glad you shared that because yeah. re- most recently that's something I've been, been putting on Streetwave is like how can I get better Right. Yeah. You know, because it's something I want to strive for and mm-hmm. evolve better into. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the whole goal is like we all have a duty, you know, here. And as long as you're fulfilling that and doing your best to do that, I feel like everything's going to be all good. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> um, going back to photography, mm-hmm. um, it's been interesting on the podcast because we've had models come in and out, yep. and discussions and whatnot. And it's been interesting because. I've heard a couple con- or a couple conversations with photographers afterwards. It's going like, you need to have a photographer's view on things, especially right. in the, the modeling business in here mm-hmm. um, or in Kansas City. How, how's that been with you? What's been your view on that whole picture of um, relationships with photographers yeah. compared to models and models compared to photographers? Like, well, 
Well, first off, I mean, to those photographers, um, when this is, I'm literally directing this as these photographers, when you start treating your models better and start shooting them better, then you can say that. You can ask Nate to put whoever you want on the podcast. Until then, you can shut up. Second, um, actually, it's been a really interesting experience uh, shooting in Kansas City with models. I don't have a lot of photographer friends. But I spend a lot of time with models helping them build portfolios. So I do end up spending a lot of time with them and developing relationships there. Um, I see a lot of people leaving Kansas City to go do other things. I see a lot of people hating on Kansas City. I see a lot of people really enjoy being here. I do not know who is right, I guess. Um, But... To be totally honest, I don't work here that often. You know, I work in Los Angeles a lot. So it's a little bit of a different situation for me. It has been primarily positive, though. Um, From the very first model, I've had, I've shot a model on her very first shoot to like models like Bella, who has had countless shoots. Um, some Some are great, some are mediocre but all of them are learning experiences for both of us um so i don't know it, it, it's there are certain things that i know i guess i can say this there are certain things i know i cannot do here but i am here and so i will do what i can um so yeah. Yeah. well because my my big question is like you have you you create a a vibe in la you know a, a community is surrounding and then you come here and it's just like how 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 does that momentum from LA of like exciting you know because it's beautiful there and mm-hmm. we talked about it yeah. to coming back to Kansas City where it's like this outside yeah. fucking freezing <laughs> cold ass yeah. or you know like it might be in spring and it's still kind of yeah. you know crazy. well you know what um, it comes back to I mean it comes back to storytelling again I fucking hate being cold more than anything in the world. Um, that's reasonable. I hate it. Yeah, I, I, I legitimately would rather be locked in a box for a few hours. And I am relatively claustrophobic. But I hate being cold. Um, but as, you, as we talked about you know, before, um, I went outside and I told a story that I wanted to tell anyway. So when we talk about, you know, how California, L.A. is perfect, which it is, in my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted that. I just wanted that. Yeah, great footage. Something about, like, the lighting and the smog and then the the sun hits the smog. (laughs) There's palm trees on every corner. There's palm trees. The sun's always out. Look. And then the smog just adds that tint, you know what I mean? Like, Kansas like... City will be a little closer when there are avocados and oranges on every corner, too. Yeah, yeah But true. until then... We're just from San. Yeah. But, look, seriously, though, um, I love L.A., um, and I can tell every story I want to there. But you know what? Some of those stories I tell are in a studio. Am I going to know the difference between that story in the studio in LA and that story in the studio yeah, in Kansas City. No, it's the, it's my technical skill and my experience as a person. And this goes for every creative that allows me to tell the story that I want to tell. And if I want to tell 
the story of me being freezing cold and deciding to create something anyway, or if I want to tell the story of this beautiful woman on a beach in Los yeah. Angeles, I can tell that story. But the the decision to create, I think, is is what the biggest concern there is. Because like some people will say, it's cold here. Or some people say there aren't enough studios here, or there aren't enough models here, or there aren't enough photographers well, or here. Or the biggest one is... I've shot everywhere there is in the city and there's nowhere else to shoot. Yeah, I guarantee you. And I am so tired of that shit. You really have to explore. And they yes. Use, um, as a photographer, it's all, it's all yeah. about well, perspective too. About like I've shot um, several different people in the same yeah, exact spot and they all like look different. Mm-hmm. So, and then also, you, you can't have a limited perspective as a photographer. You can't just say like, well, well it's Loose Park. I've shot Loose Park before. There's yeah. literally so many things, mm-hmm. so many flowers, so many different architectural like pieces yeah. in Loose Park to where you you're literally limited in spectrum if you can't shoot mm-hmm. multiple people at the same place and like have every single one look different. Right. Yeah. But it's a, it's a choice. It, well, and sh- I I got to shoot with a model for Made Mob and I mm-hmm. jumped in the car with Sky and he was like, "All right, we're just going to go everywhere or anywhere." Yeah. And I was like, "Man, I, I know this place. Where is he going to go?" Went to all these places I've never been before. Mm-hmm. And I've been down the same block, yeah. walked by yeah. the same thing yeah. and was in some completely different mindset. The story, tell me. Yeah. You know, and he invited me to be a part of it. Yeah. And so I got to see the city again just going, damn, I thought I discovered everything here. Yeah. I have barely touched it. You also got to not know what you're looking for in the best yeah. way. You, yeah. The most interesting places that I found to shoot, I just stumbled upon. Yeah. Just because I was walking around one day or I was driving around one day. And that's another thing. You're just like, like ooh, I'm going to drive around. And you just like, like take that's a picture tight. and like, like, I'm going to come back. Yeah. Well, remember shooting for those hoodies the first time. We just shot behind the, oh, yeah, the printing like place. Yeah. And that's cement. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't Whatever. take a lot. Yeah. It really doesn't take a lot. One yeah, of, yeah, yeah, one of my shoot. most popular editorials I've shot. I saw, the, I saw the clothes we got for the shoot. And I just thought in my head, huh, this looks so neat. Right. And I walked out of my front door and looked down into the lobby of my apartment building. And I was like, this is where we're shooting this. Because it's like this beautiful Art Deco building. And she was wearing this like power suit, like emerald green, and I was just like, "Oh yeah, this would be perfect for this." So like, I don't know. I mean, I do have a brain that stores away every little bit of information. Like, I might use this later, maybe not, but I might. So like, I knew the moment I saw that, like, this is why I'm doing this. I've known that. I I mean, I have a I have a a, a crazy like vault of, of locations in my head. And, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes it's just a wall. Sometimes it's an alley. I'm not gonna lie, I won't shoot in Loose Park, but that's just because like I don't shoot like like the nature type stuff. That was just a really just commenting. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> like it's just like it it doesn't fit my aesthetic. But that's like that's fine because I don't I don't need to be putting I don't need to be crowding any more photographers. No, yeah, no. <laughs> and that's a that is the thing, like when they started the case of creatives like meetups and stuff, it would just get kind of overwhelming sometimes yeah, like started doing that. Um, <laughs> well, that, well it's funny that we bring that up because we talk it's about funny that how all but I enjoyed it like, I, I enjoyed it <laughs> I, do, I, like, I like the community aspect of it next question <laughs> well said, <laughs> well, said. well said well said um, it so, turned into a thing but it was a I don't know none of the ideas <laughs> I was just oh, gonna put it out there it was a no no idea. no it's totally no I seriously like Getting together with a bunch of other creatives is dope. Well, and that's what Amela said. It's totally interview. like I mean, it helped her like, begin that, as yeah. a model as yeah. a case creative. Like there's one model like, get who I the, yeah. um, the the networking mm-hmm. was insane. I guess at the beginning. Oh yeah, yeah. That kind of thing is like difficult to maintain, honestly. 
So, I don't know. Whatever. It's, like, cool. Like, people... Like, I think it just comes down to the reason, your motivation for creating and what kind of creating you're doing. Um, I I honestly cannot... I can't afford to take time to go to a meetup. I wish I could. But... Yeah. You know. Yeah. I can't. I mean, I I just oh I said don't get me started. Oh don't get me started. Um, <laughs> I mean it's a like the yeah the general concept was a good idea but like um, I had an old mentor and she asked me like would you still I mean well she didn't ask me well she asked me and Chase actually mm-hmm. like would you be photographers if there wasn't Instagram and I said absolutely because I was a photographer before Instagram mm-hmm. like um, and yeah. like I actually was um, yeah. and then. Um, Instagram became such a smokescreen type of thing, like where everybody just kind of wanted clout, and everybody just wanted to be seen, and everybody mm-hmm. just wanted to see what was cool or what yeah. was going on, and yeah. just poke their nose in. It turned from a creative process to just kind of like just an overcrowding of people who wanted to be seen. Yeah, and I feel like that's a lot in different areas as well, like coffee. Like, who wants to shoot the best latte art? Coffee, mm-hmm. fashion. Who's got the like the most swag house outfit, yeah. which is cool if you're at fashion. Yeah. Do it. But, like, I, my intent for Street Wave, and Dom knows this for sure, is, like, to create a community. Absolutely. And that's what's key yeah. for me. Yeah. Not one-upping. Yeah. So, the, the Instagram world, to me, is still something I'm still trying to figure out daily. Yeah. I meet with people yeah. that are, like, that know all about it. And I'm like, tell me your secret. Yeah. And I'm like, just stay consistent. And I was mm-hmm. like, game on. That so, I've been trying good. to, like, just... That's that's been like, oh the overwhelming comment to me yeah. was still oh, yeah. consistent. That's the first thing I would tell somebody, mm. and it's the last thing that I do. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I'm like the worst at Instagram. Uh, <laughs> like I get extra when I make like my Instagram stories and whatnot, but I don't post that often and stuff. But like Instagram is not where I get work. Um, it is not where I initially built my network, and uh, it's also not that important to me. Except for the, like, honestly, I use Instagram the same way I use Pinterest. And sometimes I don't talk to people as much outside of Instagram. So that's another reason I use it. Instagram's almost better than Pinterest, depending on what kind of hashtag you're looking for, mm-hmm. um, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, because, so like, reason. honestly, I don't care about, like, commercial catalog sheets. And Pinterest has a really annoying habit it's of showing It's really commercial. I'm like, will you just yeah. show me some other more creative stuff? But yeah, so Instagram is kind of like a mood board for me, and it's kind of, and it, it also connects me with people, agencies that I you know that connect with you, models and whatnot. But as far as like my clients, um, that's not that's not where I'm getting work. So I guess Instagram is like as much as it's important to stay consistent. Like, and I will tell people who ask me advice on that. <sighs> You know, I think it just ends up being like a time stop. so exhausted. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I don't want it. It doesn't have to be for you to be effective on there. It doesn't have to be that. But that's what it is for people. I feel like it's really high. It's not even about the Instagram. It's about you. Yeah. I I tell people that all the time. Like, it's like, oh, how do I get better at Instagram? It's not about the Instagram. Yeah. Are you you. a likable person? Are you you being genuine? (laughs) Are you being yourself? Are you being a weirdo? Are you doing things for cloud? Like, are you? My side was like, I'm starting a podcast. I need to sit down with someone at the beginning just to like Mm. get my mind wrapped around this more because I had a personal one from day one, you know, and so that was never a problem. But now starting a new one for me, I knew especially being at my age in this era of you know 
2018, yeah. I wanted to make sure I had the right foot going forward. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, yeah, needed I, to sit, I needed to sit down and First be like, impressions are figure everything. out where yeah. you fit yes. like, into yeah. that community. And then I'll just take get, notes yeah. and just kind of figure out, all right, this is what I want to do, mm-hmm. and this is how I need to get, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just draw kind of a map and yeah. um, make sure make I'm going right. Yes, exactly. The question I want to like just really hear you out on, and this is kind of, you read this towards the end, yeah. and it's very generic, but I want to hear from the heart. What does photography mean to Cameron's story? Photography for me is, um, it is a vehicle for every experience and emotion and and thought I have ever had. If you look at it, I mean, in this, honestly, anybody who would analyze really heavily anyone in my image could, in, images could probably guess what movie my color grade was uh, inspired by. Um, almost every one of my images like that I put like, out on social media or something is inspired by some sort of film in some way. Um, film and television are really like big in my life just because of their ability to like encapsulate and deliver feelings. Um, so at, for me, as a person who has a cinematic brain and I process my emotions through that, it's photography for me is a way to like push out into the world how I feel in a productive manner. So... Obviously, that's a storytelling vehicle. So you you're know, not just saying it all the time. You yeah, know? like I feel like some things you can't translate with words. You yeah, know, but you can with photography. Or you can with music or a beat. Mm-hmm. Or like yeah, contrary to popular like, belief, yeah. it welcomes yeah. open yeah. thought, like yeah. from several some several perspectives. That's what it's it, I feel like. That's what art's yeah. for. That's what the point like, of art yeah, is. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like be able to express the things you can't. Yeah, explain exactly. And everybody who listens to this is not going to believe this, but I'm not a long-winded or talkative person at all. <laughs> but uh, if you, if you, there's certain things you can get me talking about that I'll always have something to say yeah. about. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a, storytelling is something I think that some people like feel the need to do inherently, and I feel like I'm one of those people. Um, and the way I chose to do it was with photography. So. So. And you have good things to say. I appreciate that. So that's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a different. That's yeah. Every different. every podcast I do with him, like I always learn a ton of shit from. I appreciate that. Somebody, else. you know, what I'm saying, like I, I I love doing this and like sitting in with him and doing the, these things because it's like, you know, it also gives me perspective. You know, of my own thoughts and other perspectives for me to speak about mm-hmm. at the same time. You yeah, know? like I reference people I know all the time. Or Things that they yeah. say, so. It serves as inspiration. Yeah, yeah. Like every, I'm, an, I'm, I'm easily inspired. I wouldn't call it easily inspired, but yeah. if it's the right thing, the right person, or we just like hit it off, we connect. You know, like I can be inspired by mm-hmm. you. Being cool. easily inspired isn't a bad thing either. No, it's not. So, I was having a conversation with a client right before I came here, and I, you know, we were just talking about you know the kind of how we were gonna feel out this project I'm doing for her, and um, ended up on you know the subject of inspiration and how. Literally, at every moment that of every day, including when you are asleep, you are being inspired, inspired by something. something. You have 
consumed a lot of stuff even mm-hmm. subconsciously before you made it to bed. So, uh, easily inspired or not, you may not even be fully aware of how inspired yeah, you are. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. true. So, well, and I feel like, like that's I have this creative time, and I say it out loud. I don't care who's around me. I just go, it's creative time. So I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I really appreciate it. <laughs> um, I'll pack a bowl or a light a joint, yeah. get a little high, and then I'll just go to town. I'll put in my headphones. I'll just scroll through all hype, sneakers, music, culture, community, whatever I can grasp on, and then like reflect on my notepad. And what sucks is that I fucking lost my other one. Oh. No idea what this is. So. I had to like scrounge around for this one because like I don't know why these notepads, but for me lately, everyone's been like using their phone to take notes, and I'm like, yeah, man, I'm still old school. Sometimes I'm still the like, actual writing. No, 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 no. Like I have to do yeah, that, and I have to write out like what we're gonna I'm talk. Starting about. to write my songs because yeah. that's what makes it yeah. physically yeah. real. Like yeah. that's what makes it exist yeah. in this and I seem, matter. In and this I seem world to not not to Just forget your phone because your phone. Your phone, you lose your phone, you drop it in the toilet, okay? Oh, your phone's gone, all your ideas are gone. It's on the cloud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody <laughs> even takes it a yeah. step further and is like write it down in pencil, like write your manifestations down in pencil because it's like an actual piece of the earth, I guess mm. the right. like the actual lid, like mm-hmm. versus the paper, like touching the paper, mm. like it creates wow. a different type of frequency yeah, okay. than just I need a pen. pen. So I do got a pencil. The, the yeah. reason I was upset, not all the time, not all the time, obviously, but yeah. The reason I was upset most about losing that is because like I wrote, I've written so much in the last one. But I feel like you'll find it when you're supposed to. I feel like you'll find it when you're supposed to. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that for myself as well because I have this leather bound like notebook that I lost and I. I'm hoping I'm gonna take that for myself. Oh, it's not fine. Find it when I'm Please, please. Because yeah, this thing is full cool of a lot of like ideas, sketches, I hate losing concepts. And I think I vacuumed my house like four times. It's gonna it's gonna pop up when you need them right now. Right when you need it. I was like, it's underneath the pillow. No, fuck. Well, next time you do one of these, let me know. Like, update me and let us know if you found the notebook. Yeah, I want to. I've gone through four of them and like. Um, That's Fo- so good, Foxtrot though. down on Boulevard or on um, Bauer Building, they sell these, mm-hmm. and like, unfortunately, things went the opposite way with those dudes, which is cool. Love you guys, but like, you guys ditched me, so I'm done with it. <laughs> I'm just putting yeah. that on the air, like, I'm not fucking around with that shit. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just putting it out there, like, I'm done with that shit. But like, um, I'll get my notepad somewhere else. But uh, like, I just I need to get a new one anyway. Regardless, yeah. Um, how can we find out more of what's going on in your life, man? Um, obviously, follow me on Instagram. I have two, um, at Cameron Troy, T-R-O-Y. So that's my first and middle name. And then at Cameron Story dot photo. Yeah. That's where I put all my portrait and fashion work. Um, and then you can go to CameronStoryPhoto.com um, in case you're interested in learning more about photography or getting retouching instruction, I do offer that on there too. So to say, no, it's like Ooh. a thing. Oh, you connected, connected. Okay. Oh, for real, for real. <laughs> um, any projects right now you're working on? Um, uh, working about? on a couple, um, some, some projects for, yeah, ooh, I don't know. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm hitting a lot of editorial work right now. So like I can talk about it, but like, it's not like I can show you. So like, um, shooting for magazines, um, and uh, working on some uh, political work, actually. Interesting. You know, you got to pay the bills. Um, not everything I do is super cool, you know. Uh, yeah. Some of it is cool at heart, but it doesn't all look amazing. And you're yeah. never going to see it on my Instagram. <laughs> um, 
But uh, but you know, you gotta eat. There's but that's as a photographer, I feel like that playing field is totally open. It's like mm-hmm. yeah. if you can, if you can do the shit like creatively, and then have also have the discipline to be like, all right, let me go get this check. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the check, check. You yeah. know what I mean? Like and yeah. not, and it, and to be able to be transparent about it because some mm-hmm. people are so the other way to where they're like. Oh, I only want to shoot things I want to shoot. Mm-hmm. Nah, nah, nah. It's like, yeah, yeah. that's a, you can be that way if you want. Yeah, but yeah, but you, but you have to learn how to be. Di- you, I feel like you yeah. have to be transparent. Yeah, and dynamic, and be able to work in different env- mm-hmm. environments in right. order it to, has be. to be. Like, yeah, yeah. It has to be. That's just it. That just comes with being. Like, there's a lot of photographers that be person. like, oh, I don't shoot mm-hmm. weddings, and I'm like, well, <laughs> weddings are gonna probably pay you a rack. I did it. So like, you're missing out on a rack. You don't have to post one of that shit. Too, like you don't have to post it. You don't have to be on your story with it or nothing. Yeah. Like you can be who you want to be mm-hmm. online. Right. You know, I feel like people just kind of like take it to like a what they take it to rather what they're projecting all the time. I'm like, but you don't gotta project everything. Yeah, you don't gotta show everybody everything that you, you don't. Do. Yeah. It's actually better if you don't. It's probably cooler no if you don't. It's exhausting. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying about notepad. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, it's not. It's like yeah. last last yeah. summer, and I'm like, well. Yeah, you can't be a snob about your work. I mean, at least no. especially when you're beginning. Like, um, you kind of kind of got to be open to everything to everything. see what you like, and then it's yeah. okay to right. see what you like. Because I know right. some people who strictly don't shoot anything but wedding. Yeah. Like. Me too. People. Yeah. yeah. So I mean. Yeah. Uh, more power to those people. Yeah, yeah more power to those people. I will never go back to that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm I mean, I did shoot weddings before, but, but it's it like, wasn't my favorite. It wasn't my favorite thing. It's ever. like that with DJing too. It's but like it you can DJ at the club. Yeah. You could DJ a lounge spot where they want you to play this certain type of shit. Right. Or you can DJ a wedding a or a kids basketball game or you know like whatever the fuck you <laughs> the know I'm trying to do DJ bar mitzvah like I'm waiting for that oh, so bro, I'm trying to get into up. the Jewish community so. trying to play that playlist I'm trying to like right. cha- I'm trying to have a challenge to get all the salsa shit so like if somebody asked me to do do you do salsa parties hell yeah I did yeah, yeah. and I would just go I would just go <laughs> dig in for this shit because I have to at that point like I have accepted a job but that's so. a craft I mean yeah. it's like with anything as far as like even in school like, like I want that study. You like, all right. See what resources you have. What people do you know in the Latin community who yeah. listen to a certain type of music? You never know who's we- who's gonna be at them weddings. Yeah. That might want you to play at their wedding. Honestly, uh, <laughs> that's how most of my shoots happen. Sometimes I still every now and then I'll second shoot for a photographer, so I don't have to edit or anything. Mm-hmm. I literally just hang out with them and take extra pictures for them. <laughs> Some of my clients More work for them. end up being. People that People were there, there that yeah, place. yeah, like that's, 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 that's fashion that's the shit, yeah, business, family that's community at its finest. The people Every product like, shots. Oh, man. Yeah. I feel like you ain't gonna get nowhere just staying at the house. Absolutely, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying, or being by yourself. I feel, yeah. and I feel like that's something a lot of artists have to learn too you know so I feel we're like they're, yeah, we're all <laughs> introverts, but at the same time, it's like some people like you can't be a ghost out here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You gotta be out here like. You know, representing yourself and like you know, letting your presence be felt rather than seen behind the screen. All yeah, the yeah. Most of the time when I go out, I don't really say too much to anybody, yeah. um, other than the people who you know who I am. I'm approachable. I'm not like, oh, don't talk to me. But you know, I'm just so wired in like observing everybody yeah. and everything and being present that like it's hard for me to. I can relate one hundred percent. My thing was uh, like I talk about the energy, mm-hmm. turning off the energy. 
yeah. and then turn it on. Like when I'm out, I'm like, I gotta turn on the energy. Oh, yeah. you know, I gotta act like, like, and then when I go home, you know, then I just conserve. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I was mm-hmm. like, I just spent all my energy that night. Cool. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's why self care. But is I've been so waiting for it. Yes. I've been waiting for it. That's what's cool. Is like, oh, I just put all that energy out. Woof. So so awesome. Well, brother man, I appreciate your time, man. Thank you it's for having me. Podcast for sure, brother. Like, um, if you have anything else to say, man, or you want to share what's on top of your mind, you're more than happy to either drop the mic, <laughs> pass the mic. <laughs> um, I have one thing to say. Be intentional about everything you make. Yes. Or don't make anything at all. Real shit. And on that, we out. Yep. Peace. <laughs> Later, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that was the part.